Hello, friends. Welcome. I am so excited to share this first episode of Red Carpet Humanitarian. Thank you for being here. This most likely means that we are friends and you have already been part of my journey. And if not, welcome. And I'm excited to know you. Please um, comment. Tell me who you are. I'd love to know part of your story. Um, In this episode, I want to just connect the dots and lay a foundation for what this is, what is Red Carpet Humanitarian, and and what do I hope it can be for you and for me? And so to do that, I thought I would give you the, the story of two, two things, the origin um, of, first of all, the red carpet. So when I moved to Los Angeles, I'm an actress, I was so excited. I started a blog called My Journey to the Red Carpet, you know, visualizing and planning on being on that gorgeous, luxury, star-studded red carpet. Um, It just seemed like a symbol of, you know, success and getting to where I wanted to be and achieving my dreams. And at the same time, I created a hashtag for myself which was called to serve in Los Angeles. Called to serve is a, you know, a a phrase typically about service, right? Mission service. Um, And I, I felt that moving to Los Angeles was a call to serve, not just to pursue, you know, fame or money or high status or an Oscar. And not that those are bad things. And I I do aspire to that as an actress who loves the craft and wants to be working with people at a high caliber of talent and dreams. But that I wanted to make sure I stayed grounded in, in my purpose as a human, which was to lift people to make the world a better place, to love as much as I can anywhere I am. And I I was warned before I moved to Los Angeles, you know, don't get swept up in, in the crazy and in the pomp and circumstance or where you compromise your standards of what you believe in. And, you know, I didn't want any of that. And so I felt this hashtag called to serve in Los Angeles would assist with that. So my journey to the red carpet was starting off on a strong service note. And I was so grateful for that. I had so many great experiences in Los Angeles as an actress and just as a woman um, wanting to connect with the humans she was interacting with at auditions, on set, at a plasma bank at the grocery store at Trader Joe's at the beach and so that that is just a little nugget of the origin of this dream and idea of the symbol of the red carpet and and to lead into the second origin I wanted to give you a little backstory just on the red carpet um which 
is pretty cool. I I did a little research and it I found that in the play Agamemnon, which was written far, far away and long ago, <laughs> um, written in 458 BC by Aeschylus. Um, but when the main character Agamemnon returns from Troy, his wife offers a red path for him to walk on. And she says, now, my beloved, step down from your chariot and let not your foot, my Lord, touch the earth. Servants, let there be spread before the house he never expected to see where justice leads him in a crimson path. But as Wikipedia says, Agamemnon, knowing that only gods walk on such luxury, responds with trepidation. I am a mortal, a man. I cannot trample upon these tinted splendors without fear thrown in my path. I love this tinted splendors. Oh, okay. So this is an idea that I'm going to actually squash um, pretty quickly. He says, I'm a mortal, a man. Um, You know, I cannot trample on these tinted splendors. So I... This is origin story number two. I was on my way to India in the fall of 2018. And I was going to be serving in a leprosy settlement. Um, A settlement for those that had been exiled because they were diagnosed with Hansen's disease or leprosy. And... I just knew going there that I was going to meet people that I was going to love and that were going to lift me. They were going to inspire me and I knew that I was going to want to share their stories. And I had this red dress that I'd got at a thrift store and uh, where I get most of my clothing (laughs) and I just decided to cut it up and I made a, just had a strip, um, a red carpet made out of this dress and I folded it up and put it in my backpacking bag. And when I got to India, my assumption was correct and I met the best humans and And what's interesting is it, you know, it's a country where I cannot communicate with everyone that I meet. I, we don't speak the same language. And yet I, when I left India, I wept as I looked at these beautiful souls, these sweet faces, many of which had scars from the leprosy, um, And I, that was the start of the red carpet um, being delivered to the feet of people that should be on the red carpet um, because of who they are and, and the, the wisdom, the bravery, the love that they live with, the kindness, etc. And so I just am, have decided since then to include that as part of my mission to to bring the red carpet to 
people that inspire me that should have this VIP recognition and should have paparazzi crowding their huts and homes. And I hope that you will tune in each week on Sundays to be that paparazzi, to listen and witness the best people um, who would never assume to be on a, a red carpet. And I am excited to introduce you to some of these people. And because of the situation of the world right now um, with the virus, COVID-19, I cannot be currently traveling and bringing the red carpet to the people that I would want to right now. Um, so I am going to share photos and stories and interviews with people that I have met before in my life, some of which I did get to bring the red carpet to, some of which I knew before, and and share with you some of my journey through their their impact on me. And and we'll see where this goes, depending on where the world goes and what's allowed. And I am currently living in an actually another uh, leprosy settlement called Kalapapa um, in the Hawaii on the island of Molokai. And it's a really special experience. And I, I hope to eventually be able to share some of the stories of the people here. It's it's quite sensitive. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. But I, I want to connect another dot here. When I was in India, this um, spiritual greeting of namaste really moved me often and consistently. And, and I bring that up because this is the way that we, you know, we would end a yoga practice perhaps. Um, and I would like to end each episode with namaste. Um, and I hope that as I end the episodes and, and share this namaste that you will respond, although I won't be able to hear you, um, with that response and, you know, with your hands at your heart, um, or over your heart, I, I hope that, that we can feel our hearts growing and expanding as we share these episodes. And, and I say we, because I hope that, that you will be an active part of this podcast. And I'll explain a little bit about that, um, at the end of this episode. So with Namaste, I, I'm sure many of you know what it means, um, but I will share um, because I just think it is so beautiful. Um, so Namaste, in a simple, simple phrase is, you know, the divine in me bows to the divine in you or honors the divine in you. And there's a quote from C.S. Lewis that I will reference in the show notes. It is one of my favorites from him, and I just think it is truth. Uh, he says, It is a serious thing to live in a society of possible gods and goddesses, 
to remember that the dullest, most uninteresting person you can talk to may one day be a creature, which if you saw it now, you would be strongly tempted to worship or else a horror and a corruption such as you now meet, if at all, only in a nightmare. All day long, we are in some degree helping each other to one or the other of these destinations. It is in the light of these overwhelming possibilities. It is with the awe and the circumspection proper to them that we should conduct all of our dealings with one another, all friendships, all loves, all play, all politics. There are no ordinary people. You have never talked to a mere mortal. Nations, cultures, arts, civilizations, these are mortal. And their life is to ours as the life of a gnat. But it is immortals whom we joke with, work with, marry, snub, and exploit. Immortal horrors or everlasting splendors. That is C.S. Lewis. So Agamemnon, you're wrong. You have never talked to a mere mortal. So on this red carpet, in red carpet humanitarian, I hope to share divine humans in divine rendezvous on a temporarily digital uh, red carpet and and I hope that you will also leave feeling like you have divine in you and that I see it and others see it and you know when I was in India instead of just holding my hands together at my heart in namaste I would wrap my hands around the hands of those I was interacting with, those I was serving, those who were loving me. Um, the photo that's connected to this podcast episode on my Instagram and here in the show notes is a photo of my hands around the hands of a dear friend who has leprosy. And in a society where these people were exiled because of the stigma of a disease that is actually able to be cured in a sense. Um, they don't expect someone who is clean, you know, quote, quote, to want to touch them and want to see them. And I would hold their hands until they looked in my eyes so that without being able to communicate in words, I was able to show them in my eyes and in holding their hands, namaste. I see you. I see the divine in you. And they were some of the sweetest moments for me. I wish I could hold their hands right now. I wish I could hold yours. Um, so when I say namaste at the end of the episode, I hope you will picture that. And I, and I mean it wholeheartedly. And, you know, when when I would roll out 
quote, roll out this <laughs> thrifted cut up dress of a red carpet for the people in India. Um, I, I didn't know how they'd respond. I don't know if they'd ever seen the red carpet on TV being rolled out for a president, for Brad Pitt, for, uh, any celebrity, um, I didn't know what they would think of it. And without me being really able to explain it to them sometimes. And yet they would see this piece of material on the dirt, which is not clean. And yet they would remove their shoes to stand barefoot on this piece of material. They knew somehow it was special and they didn't want to put their dirty shoes on this dress. And it touched me. <laughs> I just, I wanted to just say, wait, no, 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 it's okay. You don't have to take your shoes out. You know, I can clean it. I can wash it. Um, but every time they would put their shoes to the side and step on to, to the carpet and um, allow me to take their photo, big smiles. And um, I wish you could meet them maybe one day. But I, I hope that through this, um, we can connect hearts of beautiful humans worldwide. Um, so with that, I, I wanted to share with you the way that I will end each episode um, before the namaste, which is I will be asking these people that I'm sharing the episode with, interviewing, or if it's a solo episode and I'm just sharing a story of someone that I wasn't able to get on a live interview, um, either way, I will ask them what their dream is that they're pursuing right now, a cause, a movement, a passion project, something that they are working toward. And then I will follow that up with, how can we help? We, as in you, the listeners, and me, how can we all help this person who has inspired me to be able to reach their dream. I had a group of friends. We had a New Year's solstice uh, gathering and we went around in a circle and shared what our dreams were. And each person then shared in response from their sphere of influence, from their career experience, from their life's journey, how they could assist in some way either by connecting us with a person. Hey, you should read this book. Oh, I can connect you with this uh, funding or grant or, you know, whatever it is. But I believe that if you're listening and you want to contribute or connect, I bet that with our collective talents, connections, resources, we can help each other achieve our dreams and do good in the world and lift 
and love. So whether that's a reassuring comment um, or a phone number or a person that you want to connect them with, money you want to donate to their humanitarian project, um, or you want to volunteer for a cause that they bring up, or you want to um, be interviewed for the book that they're writing, whatever it is. I don't even know necessarily yet what these projects and causes or humanitarian groups are, are going to be, but that's what I was alluding to when I spoke of being able to uh, be a we, a collaboration, a give and take podcast. I I want us to connect on this red carpet as humans who can lift and be lifted. There's a Scottish proverb that says, Thee lift me and I'll lift thee and we'll ascend together. So let us meet in the lights of the (laughs) pomp and paparazzi of the red carpet and recognize the divine in each other as we then respond and lift and are lifted. That is my hope. I'm excited to see where this journey can go and how this will evolve and develop because I, you know, for so long I was putting off starting a podcast because I wasn't sure I knew enough or had enough experience or had enough to say. And I I have a few friends who have deeply impacted me and encouraged me um, to just start share where you're at and allow the journey to develop. We are all works in progress. And that is so beautiful to me. And, you know, with the red carpet, I was reading about questions they ask and there was a movement in 2015 about making the questions on the red carpet better. It was called, uh, ask, you know, hashtag ask her more, especially women. Because most of the time they were getting asked, what are you wearing? You know, who are you wearing? What is, what have you been eating lately to fit into that dress? And the women were getting fed up and wanted to be asked deeper questions. And, and it has been working. And so I feel like this podcast is an expansion of that. Ask them more, ask more people, what inspires them? What are their dreams? And You know, one day, maybe I will walk on Hollywood's bougie red carpet, but I imagine that, you know, the lights and camera flashes will most likely pale in comparison to the light, these humans that I'm going to introduce you to on this podcast, um, the light they have radiated into my life um, on my personal red carpet rendezvous. So for now... I am an actress, a storyteller, I am a humanitarian, I love people, and so here I am on a lesser known Hawaiian island, learning to cook Indian food that I miss (laughs) as I share with you the humans I marvel at, past and present, on a little thrifted red carpet. So thank you for joining me. Get your cameras and hearts ready. Uh, You won't want to miss capturing these humans in their everyday couture, 
of kindness, generosity, wisdom, bravery, and unmistakable divinity. Thank you for sharing this red carpet first moment. And for the call of action today, I hope that you are excited and want to share this uh, and invite a friend to come on this journey with us or to share with me a person you think that I should get to know, to know their story, to know their cause, their pursuit, um, to highlight them, to introduce the world to them, to put them on the red carpet. Um, So invite whoever you would like to come along this journey. Um, Let's rush this red carpet, fill it. And until then, until we meet, namaste. Namaste.